You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Paul Lazarus. In the 1980s, I produced and hosted a radio series called Anything Goes, a celebration of the American musical theater. Now the Broadway Podcast Network is bringing back these shows. This is the first of a three-part series celebrating the extraordinary career of producer-director Harold Hal Prince. This program, originally aired in 1983 on the occasion of Prince's 55th birthday and covered the first 30 years of Prince's storied career from pajama game to a doll's life. Come along! On your left, Washington Square, right in the heart of Greenwich Village. By what trees smell that air? Painters and pigeons in Washington Square. On your right, Waverly Place, bit of Paris in Greenwich Village. My what charm, my what grace, poets and peasants on Waverly Place. Ever since 1870, Greenwich Village has been the bohemian cradle of painters, writers, actors, etc., who've gone on to fame and fortune. Today in 1935, who knows what future greats live in these twisting alleys. Come along! Here you see Christopher Street, typical spot in Greenwich Village. Ain't it quaint, ain't it sweet, interesting people on Christopher Street. Such interesting people on Christopher Street.
Dipping its bow, trim and tidy and built to float. Pretty little picture. Now, put a boy on the starboard side, leaning out of the rail. Next to him, put a blushing bride, slim and slender and starry eyed. Down below, put a tiny bed. The sun gets pale, the sea gets red, and off they sail on the first high tide. The boat and the bed and the boy and the bride. It's a pretty little picture. Oh my, pretty little picture. How true, pretty little picture, which I, Sid little Lust, give to you. Feel the roll of the playful waves, see the sails as they swell, hear the whips and the galley slaves. Pretty little picture. Well, let it carry your cares away, out of sight, out of mind. Past the buoy and through the bay Soon there's nothing but sea and spray Night descends and the moon's a glow Your arms entwine, you steal below And far behind at the edge of day The bung of the bell of the buoy in the bay And the boy and the bride and the boat are away It's a pretty little picture to share As a little boat sails to sea Take a little trip free as air Have a little freedom on me No worries, no bothers, no captains, no fathers. In the ocean an island waits, smooth and sandy and pink, filled with lemons and nuts and dates. Pretty little picture. Think in a cottage of cypress trees, seashells dotting the door. Boy and bride live a life of ease, doing nothing but what they please. And every night when the stars appear, there's nothing more to see or hear, just the shore where the lovers lie. The sand and the sea and the stars and the sky. And the sound of a soft little satisfied sigh. All Problems will cease, and your little blessings will flow, and your little family increase. Pretty little picture, no, no, pretty little masterpiece. Pretty little picture. Just our quality Fill me up with your heat With your noise With your dirt overdo me Let me dance to your feet Make it loud Let it hurt running through me Don't hold back You are certain to impress 
tell the driver this is where I'm staying. Hello, Buenosides! Get this! Just look at me, dressed up somewhere to go. We'll put on a show. Take me in at your flood, give me speed, give me lights and me humming. Shoot me up with your blood, wind me up with your nice watch me coming. All I want is a whole lot of excess. Tell the singer this is where I'm playing. February 1935 in Buenos Aires, a polo match between a team of leading Argentine players and the touring British side. The British ambassador said he had never seen a social occasion quite like it. Even by the standards of Buenos Aires society, the gathering at the polo ground glittered. The rolls and the demelas, the hampers from Herod's, the clothes, the diamonds, the crystal, the wines, the procession of nannies from England and France. The result of the match, oh yes, the home team won, but, as the British ambassador pointed out, that did not reflect badly on British horsemanship. Three of the Argentine players were educated at Eton.
Good afternoon, and welcome to Anything Goes. This is Paul Lazarus. You may be wondering what those three shows that I just featured have in common. You heard Christopher Street from Wonderful Town, Zero Mostel singing Pretty Little Picture from Forum, and finally Patti LuPone in the company singing Buenos Aires from Evita. And now, if you can't figure it out, those three shows are all connected to one man, various, by various uh, means, Hal Prince, and it is Harold Prince's 55th birthday today, and uh, we couldn't uh, overlook that fact here in Anything Goes, so we thought we'd informally trace Mr. Prince's career musically today and uh, go through many, many of the shows that he's been involved with, either as producer or director, producer and director, uh, and he's been involved in various permutations of, of, of those jobs on many, many shows in an extraordinary career. And uh, start right up at the beginning. Prince uh, worked on Wonderful Town after he'd come back from serving in the Korean War and uh, returned to his work with George Abbott, who basically I think we can say he served his apprenticeship in the business under and uh, has often said publicly how indebted he is to Mr. Abbott. Prince's uh, first producing enterprise with, with his uh, first partner, Bobby Griffith, and they had been producing a television show together, and Bobby Griffith read in the New York Times a review of a book called Seven and a Half Cents, and uh, immediately called Prince and suggested that it might make a musical. And they went around offering it to just about everyone uh, who, every major composer's, uh, composer and lyricist and uh, everyone, and they all turned it down. And uh, Abbott suggested that they send for the novelist Richard Bissell to see if he might be interested in collaborating with him, and that worked out. And then, uh, as I'm quoting from Prince's own book, Notes on 26 Years in the Theater, we had no money, not for options, not for stationery. George Abbott provided everything. He gave us an office, the telephones, and we did our own secretarial work, and that's it. Although he must have kept a record of all of it, he never billed us. After the pajama game opened, we began contributing to the rent, and that's the rent of Abbott's office. And uh, ever since, uh, Prince and, and Abbott have, have shares, shared an office. You are listening to Anything Goes with a tribute to Hal Prince, which first aired in 1983 on the occasion of Prince's 55th birthday. Frank Lesser, the uh, composer and lyricist, introduced Prince and Griffith to Dick Adler and Jerry Ross, who'd had a couple of hits on the pop list, Rags to Riches, and uh, as Prince says, something of Harry Belafonte's, the name of which escapes me. They, uh, they, the team of Adler and Ross wrote three audition pieces on spec. Steam Heat was one, and the opening number, Racing with a Clock, was another. And as Prince writes, the show was theirs. Pajama game is the game I'm in, and 
I'm proud to be in the pajama game, I love it, I can hardly wait to wake and get to work at eight, nothing's quite the same as the pajama game. I'm an executive, I'm a time study man, I can tell you for seconds how many stitches go into a pair of pajamas, I can time anything, you'll see when we get down to the factory, let it go. Seconds are ticking, seconds are ticking. Hurry up. just looking at uh, Stanley Green's book, Encyclopedia of the Musical Theater, and uh, Prince's first show as a producer was in 1954, which means as a producer and or director, he's been involved in the theater 29 years. And uh, I think as you will see as we progress today, uh, it's been a very fruitful, <laughs> roughly 30 years in the theater. Uh, and. We all wish him happiest of birthdays. The next show that the uh, the same producing team, uh, Bobby Griffiths, Hal Prince, and Frederick Brisson, became uh, Damn Yankees, based on a a book called uh, The Year the Lan Yankees Lost the Pennant. And it was first brought uh, to the attention uh, by a, uh, to George Abbott uh, by a, an agent at William Morris named Albert Taylor. And uh, I guess Abbott liked it. and. Uh, Prince and Brisson and 
Griffith chose to produce it. And all throughout the program today, I'm going to be quoting from Hal Prince's book, Contradictions, which, uh, which is, uh, I think, a very apt title and, and a good one for a book uh, written by Hal Prince. Uh, it's very interesting to see how often uh, there's a fluctuation of opinion. Uh, the only other lesson to be learned from that show referring to Damn Yankees, was that despite the pretty good reviews, there was a resistance to the baseball theme. Our advertising had been keyed to a picture of Gwen, Gwen Verdon that is, in a baseball uniform. Saucy was the word. Still, we never sold more than $250 worth of tickets a day during the first four weeks of the run, so our success suddenly looked to be a disaster until we changed the ads to a picture of Gwen singing Whatever Lola Wants and excised all references to baseball, even changing the color of the ad from ballpark green to red. One Monday morning, three and a half weeks later, there was a long line waiting for the box office to open. Whatever Lola wants, Lola gets. And little man, little Lola wants you. Make up your mind to have no regrets. Recline yourself, resign yourself, you're through. I always get what I'm for, and your heart and soul is what I care. Whatever Lola wants, Lola gets. No use to fight, don't you know you can't win? You're no exception to the rule. I'm irresistible, you fool. Give in. Give in. Give in. Hello, Joe. It's me. He hit so far. Hold on. That's you. Me 
irresistible, you fool. Give in. Give in. Gwen Verdon. Saucy. Uh, singing whatever Lola wants from Damn Yankees. And if you just joined us, this is Anything Goes with Paul Lazarus. And today, an informal tribute on Harold Prince's 55th birthday, born January 30th, 1928, and a voyage musically through his career from the writing, actually the producing of Pajama Game in 1954, well, up to his uh, latest show uh, on Broadway, that is, A Doll's Life. The last production of the team of Brisson, Prince, and Griffith was a Bob Merrill show called New Girl in Town, based on Anna Christie, and also featured the, the talents of Gwen Verdon. In uh, retrospect, Prince has written that uh, even though the show was a hit and ran well over a year, uh, he, he doesn't feel it was nearly as good as it could have been, and felt that uh, Anna Christie should have been made into an opera, really, and not a musical comedy, and if they had stuck with their original concept, which was to not have Gwen Verdon dance uh, and do the kinds of things she was uh, known for, but to really play the part of this uh, downtrodden woman uh, without dancing. Uh, but when apparently they were out of town and thought they were in trouble and the panic button started to be pushed, more and more dance numbers were put in, and Prince feels, or at least writes in his book, Notes on 26 Years in the Theater, that the, uh, the show really went downhill. Here from that... Uh, Score by Bob Merrill is the Sunshine Girl. He gave her kisses and promised the moon, but now he's singing a different tune. He left her waiting alone at the church. He left her waiting alone in the lurch. With all her broken dreams, it's no Sunshine girl has raindrops in her eyes. You hear the falling of pitter and pat. She wears a rain cloud instead of a hat. She still remembers the day that they met. She may forgive him, but never forget. An angel's heart became a devil's prize. The sun.
Skitter and Pat. She wears a rain cloud instead of a hat. She still remembers the day that they met. She may forgive him, but never forget. An angel's heart became a devil's prize. The sunshine girl has raindrops in her eyes. The sunshine girl has raindrops in her eyes. You've been listening to a tribute to the legendary director-producer, Hal Prince. Associate producer, Jeff London. Anything Goes Backstage with Broadway's Best is produced and hosted by Paul Lazarus. For more information, visit anythinggoespl.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and follow us. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.